Peter offers some advice for husbands and wives. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on in 1 Peter chapter 2 in the section that Peter wrote talking about how the believers should live godly lives in the world, in a secular world, not a world that is devoted to God, but a world that lives in opposition to God. How should we live? How should that look? What should that be like? And today we move into chapter 3. We're going to be looking at the first seven verses, and Paul lays out some guidelines for husbands and wives in their uh, living and in their attitudes and in their actions. And um, I recognize at the outset that this teaching sometimes um, gets viewed through the lens of being passe or prudish. And I think the intent behind Peter's words matters more in some ways than the specific instructions. And it's the intent behind it, the heart behind it for both husbands and wives that I think we should listen closely to rather than the specific sort of cultural um, application of what he's saying uh, for that time. And then to to apply that to these days would be very difficult. Um, But the attitude of heart is the thing that I hope and pray that we capture, that the Spirit will open to us. Uh, Let's pray as we prepare to study. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We're moving on today into a new section, and we pray that you would tune us in to what you want to say. Um, Give us open hearts, Lord God. Sometimes these words get misunderstood. Sometimes we take them to the extreme. Sometimes we find them off-putting rather than seeing the beauty of them. So, Lord God, help us to see the heart behind Peter's words here rather than reacting to the specific Um, words as it relates to a first century culture versus a 21st century culture. And so, God, um, we bring all that we are uh, to this moment. We come ready to hear, ready to wait, ready to listen, and um, help us to do all of those things as your Spirit leads us. We pray in Jesus' strong name. Amen. Okay, Uh, 1 Peter 3, 1 through 7. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see uh, the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Now, as you read these words to wives, especially in verses one through six, it may very much seem as though Peter is out of step with contemporary society. And the truth is he is. He's an ancient writer writing to ancient women uh, about a way of life, a a lifestyle, if you will, uh, that was 
even then not keeping in step with the trends of society in, in that day. Um, and I think what he's cautioning here is that uh, we base who we are on externals, not on internals. And that's what I see Peter saying is, is if you're basing your identity, basing your worth on the externals, you're missing the mark already. But Peter says there's some things that we should value more than looking good on the outside. And looking good on the outside is fine as long as you're taking care of the outside because you're motivated by a healthy heart on the inside, a healthy spirit. A healthy spirit's going to shine and glow and look well on the outside. Uh, a broken spirit's going to re- be reflected on the outside. A person who's crushed, a person who's downtrodden, a person who is losing hope, it's going to be evident from the outside. But Paul says, or Peter says, let's be careful not to highlight the externals to the exclusion of the internal life. He says um, that your pursuit of an inner life, a healthy inner life, uh, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which God greatly values because that's a praying heart. That's a quiet spirit. That's not one given to the drama of uh, earthly circumstances. That's not one given to gossip. That's not one given to um, all of the excesses of, of uh, too much focus on the externals. It's a quiet heart. It's one that's confident in the Lord, one that has a has a rain on one's tongue, um, and it's the unfading beauty that God says is of great worth. For this is the way the holy women of the past, who put their hope in God, used to adorn themselves. They adorned themselves with a quiet and gentle spirit. Uh, he's not saying that women should should be quiet necessarily. He's saying that there should be a quiet confidence about the way that you live. Um, and then you can submit to a husband who you know loves you and is considerate to you and treats you with respect, um, who sees you as a co-heir of all of the promises of Jesus. Um, and husbands, this is important that we view our wives or our significant others from this perspective so that our prayers for them will not be hindered. Uh, if we're inconsiderate, if we don't show them respect and dignity, if we don't view them as equally valuable to the kingdom of God, um, then our prayers will be hindered for them because we won't be in the right place of the heart. We won't be viewing them with a the right heart. We won't be embracing them with a the right heart. We won't be properly valuing them as God would call us to. I think this is great advice for people who are married and for people who are in relationships and really seeking a godly center from which to operate as husband and wife. Submission has nothing to do with doing whatever the man says to do. In fact, the biblical mandate, particularly as Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 5, is mutual submission to one another as a way of honoring Christ. We submit to one another uh, as we honor Jesus, as we reverence Jesus in our relationships. And so I think Peter's advice here is good. I think it's solid. If we look at the heart behind it, we see that what he's advocating is that women would have strong, confident spirits in the Lord, that they wouldn't get caught up in the externals as the cultural temptation is so very strong to do, and that men would love and be considerate of their wives, that they would respect them, they would value them as co-heirs in Christ, and that they would have strong and mighty prayers for their spouses that aren't hindered by their attitude toward them. 
All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to listen. God bless you as you continue on the journey today. May these words continue to spark new insight and understanding as you consider them today.